Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey, it's that time again, that time where we're going to dive deep into journaling. And this week's episode is a little bit special because I've decided to pull back the curtain and show you and show you my personal journaling practice. I hope that this is going to give you some ideas and some inspiration. And also you can then discover a little bit more about me and why I am so passionate about journaling. Now, truth is I've been journaling ever since I was a kid. I was, I was the child in school who was very academic, loved to write, loved to write stories. And because I was a little bit introverted, especially in my teenage years, just got a lot of comfort by sharing my heart in privacy in my journal. And it's a little bit cringeworthy, but I still do have like a foot high stack of journals from my teenage years. Now, I found them in my roof a few years ago and I did try reading some of the pages, but it was just so cringeworthy. I couldn't bear it, but it was just, it was just such a nice reminder to see that stack. That was my life, my life back then. And it's one of the great things about journaling. It's that almost that preservation. Now, when I moved into adulthood, I was on and off with journaling and I got interested again when I began to explore personal development and spirituality in my early 20s. And I found that journaling was a really great way to understand and work through some of the new ideas and insights that I was discovering, which until then I'd been completely unaware of. I didn't even know this world existed. Now I've been on and off through my adulthood. Like when I had children, when my children were very young, I just didn't find the time to get into journaling. But I found that in you know recent years, I've really got back into the routine and the rhythm. And like journaling is just my go-to if, you know, anytime I hit a wall, anytime I feel lost, anytime I get stuck, if, if I'm indecisive, if I'm feeling emotionally triggered, if I'm feeling unsure, if I'm feeling excited because I've achieved something, like, journaling is just such this powerful place where I can go and, and process and, and crystallize and capture what's going on. And I've really found that it's just, it helps me get to know myself better. And absolutely, it's enabled me to accelerate my own journey of of self-development and evolution because I find that I learn lessons quicker. Uh, I'm able to see things in advance because when I start writing, the truth comes out. The truth is rarely so accessible when it's just thoughts in my head. But when I'm able to write them down, I can see them on the page in front of me. That makes a world of difference. So now I'm much more routine. I pretty much journal every day and I have two very distinctive places where I choose to write. So the first is a blank notebook and I use that notebook to answer specific journaling prompts or I'll turn to that notebook if if something's happened in my day that I want to dive into and explore. So that journal is more of an ad hoc journal and there's there's lots of good stuff in there. Like this is one of the power this is one of the powerful things about asking yourself specific questions is until you've actually asked the question 
you you haven't actually thought about it. And when you start thinking about it, because of this process called instinctive elaboration, you're, when you ask a question, your brain has to answer it. And so much wisdom comes up because inevitably you will have something to say and like, oh, I didn't realize I knew that or I didn't make that connection before. So that journal is extremely, extremely valuable. And my second place where I journal is in my self journal. And that's really the tool I want to share more. That's the tool I want to talk most about today. And I want to start by telling you my self journal story. So I actually met the self journal before I met Catherine and the Best Self team. So I was attending a Gary V event in London. It was hosted by Dan Meredith, who runs a Coffee with Dan. And it was back in 2015. And I remember traveling up for the day and um, going into this, going into the room where the event was, is actually a boxing ring, which is really cool. And on the seat in front of us, there was a stack of books. It was like gifts for attendees. And the self-journal was in the stack of books. And as a self-confessed stationary addict, I was, I was, I was ridiculously excited about this, this new thing I had to write in. Like, I'm remembering it now, just this excitement of picking up this book and like the self-journal was like nothing I'd ever seen before. You know, I'd had diaries before and as I was looking through, I was like, oh, this is 13 weeks, which at first I found odd because it's so different. But I quickly fell in love with that 13-week time schedule. And I just loved the idea of chunking the year down into these bite-sized components and getting really focused. And as you can imagine, my productivity and effectiveness did really soar from that point. Now, another part of the self-journal that I really liked was the gratitude section. And again, as crazy as it sounds now, I'd never really heard of gratitude journaling. And I really wasn't sure what, what is this for? But again, it's something that I've been diving into much more frequently now because I just can feel how it makes me feel different. And uh, now I still have my first self-journal and I've got a whole stack of them since then because I use it all the time. And now that the layout is tweaked, like I'm loving it even more because I'm finding that the new style self-journal is just perfect for the way I enjoy journaling. And the thing I really love that I've got a lot of value from is the daily freedom page that is now on the right-hand side of the self-journal. And what I use this for is my daily stream of consciousness writing. So each day, I before I start my work, first thing I do when I sit down at my, my desk is to write that page. And sometimes I will ask myself a question such as, what do I need to know now? Or other times I'll just let the words flow. Now, what I've found with this practice is once I've finished writing my page, my mind is a lot clearer. And I found that this practice is super useful for maybe writing through any, any anxiety I feel about tasks I have to do. And I also find this space is really helpful to consolidate any of the lessons or ideas that might have cropped up during my morning walk. Now, I just, I really get a lot of value from that mini conversation I have with myself in the morning. And how can I describe it? By the time I finish writing that page, it's almost like I've just taken this big exhale. I feel lighter. And because I've been using my self-journal as this external brain, by the time I finished, often my focus has shifted. I'm, my head is in a better place and my perspective on the day ahead is much clearer. So that's been, that's been a cool part of the self-journal for me. 
Now, another feature I love is the daily gratitude practice. Now, if you want to dive it deeper into the benefits of gratitude journaling, I would highly recommend that you listen to the interview I did with Heather Vickery. It was episode 21 and it was amazing. It was all about how gratitude journaling can make you braver. And so much good stuff was in that episode. And I think you'll really get, you'll get a load from it. Now, the reason I like journaling is because gratitude, sorry, the reason I like gratitude journaling is because it forces me to stop and appreciate the things I already have in my life. Now, how can I explain it? The way you, the way we've been raised, the way society is, is it kind of forces you, it guides you to always be thinking about the future. You think about when you're at school, you're thinking about the next year. When you're at college, you're thinking about, you know, your job. When you're get a job, then it's like, oh, who am I going to marry? Having kids, etc. It's this almost like this pathway is laid out. And I remember, like, until the age of 21, I was so focused. I knew exactly what I wanted. I was going to do my A-levels and then I was going to university and I was going to get a degree. And something really weird happened when I got the degree because I'd never really thought beyond that. I didn't really know what I wanted because um, suddenly the path wasn't so obvious. And that was a real shock for me. The reason I'm raising this is because it's so easy to chase the future. Like, it's so easy to be keep, keep hustling and chasing, especially when the goals that you're going after, you know, you feel that they're going to make your life so much better. But I'm, I'm realising that life, life isn't about the destination because when we're always rushing, we forget to smile the roses that are present in the moment. And this is what gratitude does for me. It, it brings me back to where I am. It keeps me centred. It reminds me of how abundant my life is already. Like, sure, I can still have big dreams and goals and things I want to achieve, but actually where I am now is pretty awesome. Where I am now is amazing. And by through my gratitude practice, I'm really able to lean into that and amplify those feelings. And what I love about a gratitude practice is you don't have to think about it's not just about the big things like, oh, I've got a pay rise or yay, I've got my new car or awesome, I took the big holiday. No, it's also about the small things, like the really small things that if you're not careful, you can just overlook. Like the hug I had with my, my seven-year-old son this morning, how he said, I love you, mum. It's just an amazing feeling. Or the view outside my office window, which is this little mini f- set of trees here. It's, it's just so beautiful. Or how I feel when I'm holding my favourite mug of tea. Like really, really small things. But what happens when I put my attention on them is stop, I pause, and I appreciate my life now. And I found that something happens when you kind of tap into the magic of the moment and you get present with how incredible life is exactly where you are. Like it fuels this sense of happiness and contentment. Because I'm no longer thinking about what I haven't got. Instead, I'm focusing on what I do have. And when I'm in that moment of feeling abundant, actually what happens is I find I'm feeling more positive. I feel more creative. I feel more productive. All of these things, all of these positive things that kind of energise and electrify your day. And all of that just by taking a moment to appreciate what I have now. It's, it's, It's magic. It's magic. Now, we found it myself that a question we often get asked is, then what should I be grateful for? As I said, it's, you know, it's easy to think about the big things, but actually the little things can be even more potent because it really does remind you that you don't need, you don't actually need a lot in life to feel great. 
small things really can end up being the big things. So to help you with your gratitude practice, you'll find a link in the show notes to a free PDF that lists 101 things you can appreciate. So with that in your hands, you definitely won't run out of ideas and I'm sure it will spark some new thoughts for you too. So that's the gratitude section of the self-journal, which is awesome. Now, another feature I love about the self-journal is there's a mood tracker. It's really simple. There are just a series of five faces to choose from and all you need to do is pick the one that best reflects how you feel. And, you know, you can choose when you do it, whether I often do it at the end of the day. So it's a reflection on my day, but you could do it how you feel in the morning. You could pick a time in your day. And the nice thing about it is you can see trends over time. Now, what I love about this feature is it invites you to tap into your feelings and to get a gauge of where you're at. Because sometimes we're just so busy, we're so kind of stuck in our heads because there's so much to do that we can lose sight of how we feel. Now, what's also cool about this is it reminds you to not be judgmental about where you are with your emotions. You know how it is, like certain emotions have been classed as good and certain emotions are bad. So, you know, that happy is good and angry or sad is bad. But you know, is that is that really the case? Because I want to tell you, it's absolutely okay to feel down. It's absolutely okay to have so-called bad days because ultimately humans are emotional beings. This is part of the joy of life is that we get to experience and explore this full spectrum of emotions. And let's be honest, if you always felt happy, would you realise you were happy? Uh, the fact there is sadness gives you that contrast. So it enables you to appreciate and fully understand the range of experiences. So emotions are good. They, they have things to teach us. And it's, it's not about being judgmental in your journal. It's about just being present with where you're at. And another benefit of this now is as you track your emotions, it, it enco- encourages you to connect more deeply with how you feel. And then you may find that, oh, I'm feeling really angry. And why? And again, journaling, hey, dive into your journal, find out where you're feeling angry or find out why you're feeling sad, find out where you're feeling happy. And the more understanding you have of what's happening inside, that really does boost your emotional intelligence, which, which I highly recommend. Now, other features, for sure, the journal has the daily timeline for planning and scheduling, which is super important, helps you organise your day. But what's also nice is I love having it all on this dual spread. So if I do look back over my journal, I can see how maybe my tasks have influenced what I've been writing about or how I feel. So it just gives you that bigger picture overview of your life. There are some other planning features too. For example, you can write down today's goal. You can write about what's going to make the day great. Writing down today's targets is a really good way to like craft a productive, effective day. And you know how it is when you get to the end of the day and you're, you feel accomplished, that can make you feel good. Now, there's one final feature that I want to talk about. It's a really small feature, but it's really potent. And it's this invitation to rank your day out of 10. It's called the win the day score. And again, what's great about this rating is it encourages you to be conscious with your life and your day. And the act of thinking about, it's such a small thing, but actually what constitutes a 10? Like what would have to happen for you to rate the day low? It gets you really thinking about, hmm, so what could I do tomorrow to increase the, increase that score? What am I missing? All of that from a simple number. So I, I really love the way that the journal guides me to ask questions that inspire me to take responsibility for my life and my day. Because that way I'm always learning and I'm always having opportunities to improve and get better. So in summary, I love how the self journal has become my journaling staple. And it's because of all the things that the structure 
allows me to record. It's it's really helping me to not only it's really helping me to become more conscious about my day and where I'm at. And I feel much more empowered as a result of that. So of course, I'm going to recommend the self-journal. And if you haven't tried the self-journal yet and you'd like to, there's a link, you'll find a link in the show notes where you can go and check out the product for some more information. And there's also an exclusive discount code as well for you as a listener of the Writing Your Best Self podcast. So before we close out for this session, let's just give you this week's journaling prompt. And the question I invite you to answer is, what would need to happen for you to rank your day as a 10 out of 10? Have fun thinking about this. And as you get those answers, just think about how you could craft an experience to enable you to rank your day 10 out of 10. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, get to writing. 